0: Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Dapps. I'm Katie. And this is Tiana. A buddy pal. A buddy pal. One of our good friends. And we are excited that you are here tonight. Uh, Tiana decided she wanted to be here. We'll see how long she actually sticks around. But that is okay. We are happy that you're here. Feel free (laughs) to uh, contribute in the comments. See, she didn't last very long. We knew this was going to happen.
1: Because I looked at her Oh, for too long. there we go.
0: So uh, <laughs> we are excited that you guys are here tonight. Thank you for all your comments. And uh, we are going to do a thing tonight.
1: Spawn Con. I
0: don't know what that means. Sponsored,
1: but... sponsored content?
0: Oh, yes. So that's what we are going to do. Spawncon.
1: Con, Spawn Con.
0: But the way we're going to do this is this week, we know what we're going to say. But if you would like, <laughs> you can help us for next week with what we're going to say for this specific topic. So this is what we're going to say. And then once we're done, we're going to give the opportunity for people
1: to To take a red pen and
0: yeah, to write their own version of this and we'll read it. Ideally, if it's entertaining, even better, but you have to get the main points that mouse trap mouse travels wants to help you book your next Disney vacation. In fact, travel agents can do a lot of the work for you with no extra cost. In <laughs> fact, they might even save you money. Just like our good friend, Matthew, who is one of the best. And he can do exactly that, save you money. So when you're ready to go to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or any other Disney destination, let Matthew and his team at mouseways.com take care of you. And make sure to ma- rip, make sure to mention, that's the word, Dapps Magic sent you, and that will help us bring more magic to you on your devices with news and videos. So, go to mouseways.com/dapsmagic for your next Disney vacation and tell them that Daps Magic, specifically Mr. Daps, sent you.
1: This man is the opposite of Ron Burgundy. You cannot put a teleprompter in front of I you. I hate
0: teleprompters. <laughs> I like, in my perfect world, I would have a card with like little bullet points, maybe yes. three of them, and I can go for a half an hour. And that's basically what we do here on Geek's Corner. So, um, yes. So that's that's where we're at tonight. But yeah, if you would like to make your own version of a mouseways.com slash DappsMagic travel log, I don't know what to call it, promo. Message it to us. Hit the contact button on dapsmagic.com and send it to us. And uh, we will.
1: That'll be our test that the contact button works. I'm kidding. We know it works. Do we? (laughs) No. I was
0: like, we think we do, but we don't always know. Like, it's always. What if people have been
1: trying to contact us for so long? They're just. Well,
0: that's one way to not get (laughs) negative comments.
1: (laughs) That's, That's a way to block out the haters. There you
0: go. That's, that's fun. Like we, we just, we didn't want negativity. So we just got rid of any way to communicate with us. So So. now we
1: live in an echo chamber. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We just look at this screen and it has stuff on it and it's totally fine. Now
1: someone's going to use the contact button about my laugh.
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's move into it, huh?
1: Let's go. All right.
0: Indiana Jones 5 is still in the works, which I always wonder. James Mangold is going to be the director now and um, we learned that this week that Phoebe Waller Bridges Bridges, is going to be in the movie as well Um, whether that means she is the love interest of Indiana Jones or a villain or another adventurer we don't know but we do know she is going to be in the film Uh, Katie what has she been in of note especially here on Geeks Corner
1: so she was the voice of L337.
0: She did more than voice it, though.
1: Did she do uh, She did the mocap, mo-cap
0: too. I'm 90% wow. sure. I didn't know that. Um, I've seen that reported places where they're like, oh, she did the voice of the droid. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure in the bonus features, she was in, like, this weird...
1: I don't think I ever watched the bonus features. Oh, they they're, they're so...
0: good. I always like bonus. Well, I like good bonus features.
1: That's
0: true. Um, but, yeah, I think that's really interesting because I think that could be a very different like it could be a different approach to how you have a leading lady or lady or a foil to Indiana Jones. Definitely. Um either as a good person or a bad person, you know, like as a friend or foe. Um so I'm looking forward to that. The other thing I'm really looking forward to with Indiana Jones 5, which was something that I kind of had given up hope on when given Steven's, up a new hope. An old hope. Um When Steven Spielberg was no longer directing, I kind of went, oh, well, that means no new John Williams score. Mm -hmm. However, it was announced this week that John Williams is returning to score Indiana Jones five, which to me is almost as exciting or more exciting than Harrison Ford returning. Yeah. um, In this film. So I have no clue what this film is going to be. What are they going to be going after? I don't know. Uh, My hunch is it's been when was the last movie like six years ago?
1: It feels like it was longer than that.
0: Maybe. So that was in the 50s. Is Cause that right? Because that was
1: the Shia LaBeouf one, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was definitely longer than...
0: I don't remember. Someone I tell think us I've... when
1: that was.
0: I Let feel us like us that was like comments.
1: pre-me being around apps.
0: It was. So that's... Yeah, It's it's been a while. Yeah. Um, So I feel like you could push it forward into the 60s, which means you could do some really interesting sci-fi stuff. Yeah. um And fantasy or... Just do a a Star Trek crossover. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I don't know. But I'm really curious if anybody has any thoughts on, like, what is the thing they're going to be seeking after in this, uh, the movie. And honestly, I think you could do something really cool with um, Mayan temples. I think you could do something really cool with the Sphinx. Mm -hmm. I think you could also do something really cool as opposed to them having Russians come to the United States you could do something where they go it was 2008 oh my gosh it was really that long ago huh um
1: so that was way before i came around
0: no kidding wow that's goodness that's crazy. Me. so 2008 the last indiana jones film wow
1: woof see i felt like it was a while i was gonna say like 10 years didn't think it was not 13. even close woof. Um, wow I'm but yeah i think you could go
0: i think you could go to uh to russia would be pretty cool like go to the soviet union and have him like go on the what is it the what's the train that goes across eastern russia um
1: i don't know enough about russia
0: what is that called i'm spacing it my grandpa and i wanted to do it though Um, everybody said it was too dangerous um (laughs) i don't know i think that could be a really interesting place to go Uh
1: uh-huh for sure
0: But yeah, we will see what happens with it. I'm excited for this. I think it's going to be great. Um, (laughs) And those are some great titles. Um, All right, let's move it right along. And uh, I don't know, what do we want to talk about next? Uh, Let's talk about The Haunted Mansion.
1: Ooh, spooky.
0: Maybe it's Indiana Jones goes to The Haunted Mansion. He meets Master Gracie. Could be. Maybe it turns into an origin story for a new Master Gracie in a new... Haunted Mansion. I don't know. Um, Spooky. So, yeah, we got we got a look at it. Do you want to talk about it?
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, so, the post-elevator scene has been revamped. She looks beautiful. She's thriving. Um, my brain can't process it until I see it.
0: Are you talking April to December?
1: So, April to December, but also the one-eyed hellcat. I think is like Mm -hmm. what it's called or demon cat or something like that, um, which I think is wonderful. Um, Trans-Siberian Railway.
0: Thank you. Yes, Um, that was the one.
1: But it seems like.
0: Not to be confused with the Trans-Siberian Orchestra.
1: The path to getting onto the walkway seems different. Mm -hmm. So my brain can't process that until I see it.
0: So it looks to me like they have put up plexiglass so that cast members can walk by in the hallway. So, and they've tried to make it look like an iron gate or something as you're walking down the nice. portrait hallway. And then when you flip around, you know, where you turn by the, yeah. the portraits, or not the portraits, the uh, statues that glare at you,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: that's where you'll get to see April Yeah, December.
1: Um, I also think that the Pet cemetery looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Super excited about the revamp that that got.
0: Well, and I'm just sure there's so much little... Details that have been just polished in the last year say, or so. I was going to say, I
1: also feel like we are seeing a fraction of the things that have gotten love.
0: Do you think there's going to be a big reveal or do you think that these are the big reveals and it's yeah. just going to be little polishes? No, I think
1: there? that these are the big reveals, that there's anything that's changed. I think that other things are just going to be working better or yeah, dusted off or Quieter, since smoother. It's a haunted mansion, more dust on. Mm-hmm anywho dust on dust off. <laughs> dust off uh but yeah i'm just super excited to see this attraction
0: at all so you're saying clocky that they're gonna do a frozen overlay for holiday haunted mansion instead of nightmare before christmas is that what you're saying <laughs> uh, i'm just i'm asking the question well i
1: mean marshmallow is scary
0: some people think Olaf is too so you never know like it could go either way <laughs> that's I don't very know. funny um so- also, we learned this week the different ways that Disney characters will be delighting guests when they return. Um, do you want to talk about that at all?
1: I'm just excited to see
0: characters. characters,
1: to be completely honest. I know that they have, in that article, it's a list of like where characters are going to be mm-hmm. and things like that. I'm just excited to see characters, period.
0: Which to you I think completely is interesting honest. that they're like already being like, hey, they're going to be here and here and here yeah. and there. Um, whereas I feel like in florida to some extent they kept things a little bit more it's not spontaneous but looking spontaneous where they didn't publicize that oh winnie the pooh is gonna be over here at this time or and i don't think they're giving times but it is interesting how they're they're definitely like hey train station mickey and friends and hey the theater for rapunzel and friends you know i just
1: think that while disney world has the one thing that disneyland does not which is the blessing of space um but that's almost
0: a more of a reason to not say where they're going to be
1: but I think that if you watch Walt Disney World, you know where some characters you can kind of figure out where people are going to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think that to avoid crowding of, oh, who's going to be here? Who's going to be here? Um, there's less of that push or that rush. And you can kind of just enjoy seeing a character um without hmm. the crowding. I don't know. You know, I think what I mean? it's gonna
0: lead to more crowding
1: yeah but i mean it... i mean
0: when we know where something is we go like that's just the way Disney fans work. they're like oh we're going right over there we got you know stormtroopers i don't know
1: but like... i feel like if disney put this out they also have a good plan operationally I'm for cast so. members yeah um, to keep it clear to keep it clear and
0: stand on your dot right here we all need to become <laughs> experts at standing on the dot
1: yeah standing on lines um i was just thinking But that's
0: it right is you stand on the dot right no
1: i was just yes yeah. i was thinking back to a theme park event we did like a month ago a couple weeks ago i don't even remember mm-hmm. but people kept standing instead of on the line they would be in front of the line oh yeah and then they would inch closer and closer and closer and it was like buddy there's a line <laughs>
0: I very diplomatically just said, hey, do you mind standing behind the line?
1: And they totally, they didn't even realize. Yep. To their credit, we were like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, but yes, look for the mark on the floor and stand on it.
0: It will be great. And hopefully they'll be around the characters. Mm. Um, the other thing that was interesting that came out just today is that the dress code yeah. is changing for Disney cast members. And probably the most dramatic dress code change in Disney. Maybe in the history of Disney, in some regards,
1: definitely. Um,
0: but definitely, since they allowed um, beards, yeah, and that for was, sure. Was that five years ago, something like that? Maybe it was ten ago? now. <laughs>
1: we don't have any clearly, concept of time. Well, here. it's
0: it's the problem with this this year of this lost year is you lose time and your sense of time because you used to be like, Oh yeah, that was four college bands ago.
1: Oh yeah. And now
0: it's like, I don't, I don't even remember. Yeah. I'm 2020
1: lost. has been DAP's magic the lost years.
0: Yes. It could be a really good star <laughs> Trek uh, series. Be connected with Voyager. I feel like. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so what do you think about well why don't you give the highlight reels mm. of what the new dress code is and then we'll talk about what you think of it?
1: So uh small visible tattoos are now uh able to be had by cast members. You know that without... would
0: have been really funny if we'd have planned out this. What? When you said that and if I went like the one I have right Stop. here. Stop.
1: And if we'd have had like you would the little scare people. <laughs> you would scare people.
0: How did I not see that? Oh, I just been hiding it because it wasn't Disney look. <laughs> no, <laughs> It <laughs> would have been great right that would
1: been funny yeah i, I have didn't... sharpies
0: well no we would have gotten the little like stick on like, ones
1: no those look too fake
0: from all the way across the room if i like that
1: potentially okay. um but small visible tattoos are now allowed um no he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> or does he Ooh. um, <laughs> <laughs> um Also, a personal highlight to me is that they have taken out any mention of gender in the lookbook entirely. So now the standards are the same across the board for everybody, which to me, as somebody who has to enforce standards, is a way easier way to do it because you're looking at everybody across the board. Um, And also that means that anyone is free to express their gender and themselves however they want. Um, So to me uh happier cast members equals a better park experience so i'm all for it
0: yeah i, I think you're right and i think it's going to be the thing about change mm-hmm. is it's always hard when it happens and then once you get through it it's hard if you were to change it again like it's it's just that i think it's it's probably the perfect time to be completely honest to make this change and um i think people will get through it and it'll be like It's always been this way. Like they'll forget. Like I, I love talking to people that have gone to Disneyland much, much longer than me. And when they talk about how there used to be like rock songs played on main street, can you imagine if they're just playing the radio on main street? It happened. Yeah. And that's, that's weird to me. I agree. Because it's the reality that I know. And, and so these changes happen and, and you hear different opinions on it and that's fine. Like you can agree, disagree and be agreeable still. And, um, disagree without being disagreeable that's what I was going for but you know it's it's okay to have these these conversations because I think actually growth is going to come from that and um and I've seen the entire range of responses to this today even on our own post and (laughs) uh, um and I think it's interesting because I think there's always this this temptation to go what would Walt have done I don't know like I know enough about Walt to know that Walt is a bit unpredictable. Mm-hmm. He was a visionary. He was, uh, you know, he had a huge imagination, which those people are hard to predict because like the more I look at what Walt did is like he didn't make a theme park. Like that's what it started out. But he really was making a a community in a town. Yeah. And you even look at what he did with Main Street and then what he did with the idea for Epcot. Like he kind of always had, I think at some level, this idea of creating a new type of community community um, and the Epcot idea, I think, probably was percolating in his brain. Like, there's clues around if you look at his life a lot earlier than we ever realized. But, um, but all of that to say is the way Walt did things in 1955 are different than what he did in 1965. And not all of those things are what he would have done in 75, 85, or 95. I think there's a very good chance we would have ended up with classic music like we have now on main street i think that would have been part of his evolution of like oh yeah this makes for better theming but i think he also would have changed his his thoughts on on style on what what's important and what's not in the theme park experience and how they're going to handle different things and and what that would be i don't know like i'm not smart i
1: also think that this is just better reflecting the world that we live in
0: Well, and I think Um, Walt did that too.
1: Exactly. Um, In fact,
0: I think he would have led on that just as much or as more than what we've seen now.
1: I agree. Uh, But this is reflecting the world that we live in. Um, And it touches on it in the post that Josh D'Amaro put out, which is wonderful if you haven't read it or if you haven't watched the video that was put out with it. Josh
0: D'Amaro is wonderful. I I think think, we should just say that. I
1: think that we should say that. Yeah. Um, Maybe
0: we should just make this a Josh D'Amaro fan show.
1: It already has been oh, okay. where have you been because oh, okay. i yeah i've been there uh <laughs> but i think that they are touching on the point that cast members get to be authentically themselves outside of their job and they get to authentically be themselves at their job um which is something that i appreciate at the company that i work for um which it's very strange to me because we were talking about time being an illusion uh starbucks only lift the tattoo policy back in 2014 I hired into Starbucks before the tattoo policy was lifted. Um, and you didn't have people rushing out to go get tattoos now that they could have them, but you did have the partners who were able to not wear long sleeves anymore and were able to share those stories with customers about the tattoos. Um, so I think it's great. And I it's think another it's way to connect. Exactly. Actually. It's it's an artistic expression. Yep. So.
0: Moving across town, Knott's Berry Farm, we now know will be reopening twice in may one for annual pass holders and two for everybody else um <laughs> and isn't that right
1: yeah you're right
0: and i think it's may 6th and may 21st for both of those dates yeah am i right
1: i know it's may 21st i okay. don't know if the first one
0: um <clears throat> so i think uh that's kind of exciting to see and uh there will be more details about that um as it comes and we'll probably cover something of some sort because we'll get berry tales what is that is it knots
1: that's very berry tales, tales. whoa um, we'll
0: be opening thank you angela and um and so we'll have coverage of that as it happens i think it's just worth noting that they have dates and now i think we know all of the southern california parks that were focused on we know their opening dates
1: yes well because magic mountain's already open yeah they're crazy but i was
0: thinking universal knots in, in disneyland yep. so um that and will adventure be adventure
1: city you forgot adventure city
0: no i didn't How
1: um <laughs> they open this week Mr. Dabs, I know you're going to be there this Sunday Adventure City. Let's go.
0: So this week, uh, Disneyland un- released uh, reservations for people that already had tickets that began on, was it Monday morning? You're having fun there. And on yes, Thursday morning, morning, bright and early We will uh, see a mad dash to Disneyland.com as I'm sure thousands, if not millions of Californian Disney guests hop on to buy tickets and then get their reservations. And it is important to note that you need both.
1: Both. Um, It does say before you purchase a ticket, you should check to see if the reservation is open but I feel like Thursday is going to kind of be a mad dash, mad dash of you don't have time to be checking.
0: Well, and I think you could, I think oh, you could uh, check before and during, like you'd have two windows. Definitely. Open. So I don't think that's going to be as much of an issue as I think it's, that's going to become more of an issue as the park is open longer. Yeah. And, and people are making trips from NorCal or from, whenever it opens up even more from, um, around the country. So that'll be interesting to to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the website can handle all that traffic. Like, I think that will be,
1: I'm a little concerned we're going to get a touch of Disney 2.0. Yeah.
0: I I don't know. Like, it'll be very interesting to see. Um, I think it's going to be, I think Twitter will be very fun that day. Um, I think everybody needs to bring their patience and recognize that demand is going to be insane. And so not everybody's going to get what the way they want it to be. Hopefully that's not us, but but it'll be what it'll be. Um, We do have a guide up on the site that gives you directions on how to get your reservations from what we know so far in your tickets. And uh, we'll probably update that once we've gone through the process on thursday morning and uh we will we will be very intrigued to see how that plays out do you have any
1: i'm scared (laughs) um i'm very glad that i don't work on thursday
0: yeah and i'll be curious how many people actually do like i think there's going to be a lot of people going for this on thursday but on the flip side it's there's always that chance of like
1: everyone is scared away
0: Yeah, because that's happened before.
1: Everyone, it's going to be so bad. Ah, don't do it. I'm kidding. No, I want everyone to have a good Disney experience. I'm not trying to scare anybody away. Um, But it's going to be chaos. I don't actually
0: know how many tickets one person can buy. The number six is popping into my head, but I don't know that that's actually accurate. I might have read that somewhere, but I can't remember. That's just like the
1: good answer for anything Disney. Six. Six. It's only six. Six, (laughs) or you add a zero and you say 60. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Um, I do think if you don't want the stress, I would just wait, like let the stuff, let the craziness happen for the first month or two and then go back in July, August, September. And when you know what the system is, and then I think then it's gonna be a lot like booking a DVC room where (laughs) like the day it opens, for whatever days 60 days later or whatever um there's gonna be a little bit of a mad dash but i Mm -hmm. don't think it's gonna be nearly the same level as what the first two months is gonna be um i'm also curious to see if we get a sellout of the first two months in like the first day or two or is it gonna be like florida where certain days sell out
1: i'm thinking specifically april 30th and june 4th go first
0: obviously like i wouldn't even try for those
1: yeah like I think that those are absolutely going to go first. Yeah. Um and then from there I think it's gonna be general weekends, like holiday weekends. I think Saturdays are
0: probably gone.
1: Yeah. Um things like that. I don't know how far out the calendar goes off the top of my head. It goes um,
0: through currently it goes through like June twenty eighth, I think.
1: That sounds right. Um, so I think that um I don't know what holidays are between now and then i'm very sorry but any holiday week father yes those you are on it clocky
0: just for those that are listening to the podcast later (laughs) that'd be father's day mother's day flag day
1: flag day memorial Memorial Day. day so i think memorial day weekend is going to be gone
0: yeah Although maybe not the Monday, like sometimes Mondays aren't as busy. And Perhaps. the thing to remember is it's basically the upper tier tickets, which are more expensive. So that is a different, like people might want to wait for the the cheaper days to whenever they come.
1: That's true. I don't know. But um, I think the one thing that puts Disneyland apart from Disney world is that while well, Disney world was only closed for four months, Disneyland has now been closed for over a year So there is a totally different demand there for Disneyland than Walt Disney World. We think.
0: Like, we're expecting it to be insane, but there is always this chance that it's like there is this pent-up demand from a small group. I don't think this is true just by how uh, (laughs) a touch of Disney went, but but it could be that it turns out they're like, hey, we're not doing it until we can you know i don't know have a later well and, and the thing i was telling some people the other day is um they were wondering about if you haven't been before is this a good time to go to disneyland and i said that depends like if you've been saving up your entire life to go to disneyland i'm gonna say no yeah because the parks close early you're not going to get the firework experience you're yeah. not going to get the parades experience you're not going to get to meet mickey mouse one-on-one yeah and that's those are kind of those iconic moments in your Disney day. And so I would wait until some of those things return. If it's one of those things where like, I, you know, this is a once in a lifetime trip or we go every six years and we've been saving the entire time to try to make it that much more magical. Um, if it's more of a, I really enjoy Disney and I just want a Disney experience, go for it and you don't mind the price. But, um, I do think we will see more tickets released as the the tiers change and then also as Disneyland cast members adapt to how the guest flow works. Like I think Disney will will probably not go as fast as Orange County in terms of opening up if I had to make a guess because they're going to want to be good at one level first and then expand more, but um It'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. Definitely. Yeah, June fifteenth is supposed to be opening back up in the state, and so I would tend to think that's when we'll see out of town uh, uh, reservations allowed again, or out of state reservations allowed again. We think, but that's just a guess, and that's assuming numbers continue to go the same direction they're going now. It's and
1: mere speculation.
0: Yeah, it's it's all guessed on. It's guesstimates. That's what they are.
1: Educated guesstimates. Yes. But guesstimates nonetheless. Yeah.
0: And and then you've also got the Avengers campus opening. And we Thanks. we assume that's gonna be a fairly big draw, but we, we don't know. Like it's and then we don't know what kind of tickets people are gonna want to buy. Are they gonna buy single park, single day? Or are they gonna buy multi park, multi day? Like it'll be very interesting to see how this all plays out and how um the parks accommodate that. But you know what? What?
1: I just watched the first avenger for the first time mm-hmm. i just watched the winter soldier for the first time and i just rewatched civil war today i feel like i'm ready for avengers campus like i'm ready
0: and, i can use my other
1: hand because too. and you're
0: also ready for the falcon and the winter soldier to continue on
1: yeah it provides so, like, <laughs> a lot of
0: context
1: i understand that show much more now guys
0: are you enjoying it more now too
1: yes i also I feel like it started off a little bit slower Um, And then there was some issues in the third episode just because of reshoots. So the story was kind of clunky in the third episode, but I am enjoying it a lot more. And now Mr. Dapps frequently gets messages from me going, oh, all of this makes sense now because the Captain America movies matter a lot in the MCU grand scale.
0: And, and I will say this, I've kind of got this idea in the back of my head, and I don't know if I should say it because I haven't asked anybody about this yet, but after the final episode, which is in two weeks. Oh, I
1: um, thought you meant of Geek's Corner. <laughs> well,
0: I've had some really fun uh, conversations with some of the other Her Universe ambassadors uh-huh. about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and they know way more than we do. Oh. So I might invite one or two of them on okay, if they're interested and uh, and geek out with us about the the entire show once it's over and then where we think things will go next, but yeah. we're running out of time.
1: Ah! You go to appsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and Geek News as it happens. Find our ticket and reservation uh, guide and use that as your guide when tickets go on sale on Thursday. And subscribe to our mailing list so you don't miss anything new.
0: That is correct. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss any of the videos that we have coming, especially with the parks reopening but we're still posting other stuff as we can. Uh, But that is all the time that we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner.
1: Bye.